Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, our heroes rescued the orphan children from the Orcish Raiders and discovered that these same orcs had once enslaved Kulshow. An interrogation revealed the unlikely purpose behind the Raiders' presence, and the party continued on to Skyburn Hall, where they agreed to an unusual trial by combat. Will the adventurers have the metal to gain entry into the Mountain Monastery? Find out now. Everybody, how's uh, things going? We're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, um, it's been uh, a long week. I've been waiting for this uh, this upcoming fight that you're going to have. I'm sure you guys have waited for it too. Trial by combat. You just want to, yeah, take it out on these monks a little bit. No, we just wanted to talk to some people. Yeah, but exactly. you wouldn't let us. That's what it came down to is we just want to have a discussion, but like now we're we in have arena to. fighting someone. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's gonna. I feel like it's we're gonna come down to that. some kind of gambling. Like there's gonna be, you know, monks have to have some kind of secret vice, and I think it's gambling, oh. and we're part of that whole thing. They're just waiting for some kind of sucker to come in here. We could have seen it right away, but they they're just like, well, let's get this right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lonely mountain up here. <laughs> I'm feeling like a sulky teenager. Fine, if I have Fine. to. Let's get it over with. Also, like, well, you want me to punch somebody? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I started uh, to try to talk. Are you no. sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys tried. You really did. Um, but they have uh, they have rules, and maybe maybe you'll find out why they have these rules. But um, so you were walking down a long hallway. But before we get to that, I almost forgot the whole game science dice thing. Oh, Who's yeah, dice. using the dice? This I'm using the dice. Alaron will use the dice. Alaron is using or you will be using the dice. I can't talk today, so. I've got coffee with yellow ink. Awesome. And they're feeling lucky? I'm always lucky. <laughs> okay. So this uh, promotion has been going pretty well, and we've given away some game science dice, and we're going to continue to give away more. You can go to dungeonpatrol.com slash dice to enter, and we'll be giving away a set that we've used in-game every single week until this season is done. And if you want, you can go to gamescience.com and use the code. Does anyone remember the code? I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) What's that code? 39DP19A. Wow. You didn't even look at your notes. I didn't even look at the notes. I got this. (laughs) So that's the code you can use to get... We've all got to have our own hobbies, right? That's right. uh, Percentage off. Uh, 10% off any order of uh, $20 or more. And they have a great selection. Check it out. Support them if you can. Otherwise, make sure to enter and see if you can win a set of our dice that we've actually touched. And in Aleron's case, blessed with Ilo's goodness. Or... Goodness is a strong word. <laughs> goodness, badness. It's yeah, all relative. It's all relative. When you said I w- I'm always lucky, it just, I just had a flashback of of Chris Pratt in Jurassic World is these really bad one-liners and I just imagine Chris Pratt saying I'm always lucky and then a dinosaur coming running through and then 
I saw the just just literally that last night. Watched the new Jurassic World, and it was just a bunch of one-liners he had that were like, I thought they were better than that. <laughs> I, I'm not aspiring to be Chris Pratt in this. No, 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 no. I, I didn't think you were. I would just popped uh, into your head. Yeah. Are there are there Velociraptors in your world? Uh, well, I could add some. You guys really want them. Careful. <laughs> there's an island we're going out to. Yeah, there's a strange island and. Uh, no, you were in a, in a hallway, um, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And you were led there by a nice, kindly old monk named Nareem. And he just kind of, uh, shoved you on forward, you know, and your trial will begin, you know, when you enter the chamber at the end of this hallway. (sighs) You guys excited for that? Yeah. We're all geared up. Is there a meet and greet? Before afterwards, <laughs> are we going to get like lathered up with oil? Or? Yeah, I don't know. You, if there's you a lot will. Of ceremony. You will. <laughs> <laughs> Brought your own bottle. Okay. I, oh, he's got a bottle of <laughs> oil in there that. somewhere. I yeah. can see Call Show doing that. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Okay. It's on your screen now, what? and I you see, see a room, and it's a interesting room, and that uh, <laughs> lots of. <laughs> Mm, very <laughs> not very <That's> descriptive. <laughs> it's uh, octagonal, uh, and it's a lot of gold and silver sort of inlay in the floor. Very fancy. Is there a crowd? Uh, there is no crowd, but mm, as no. you guys are kind of standing there, um, you can see um, Brother Nareem come hobbling up on your left. So there are four entrances. I attack him. <laughs> <laughs> There are four entrances. You are standing in one. You see Brother Nareem, and he gestures to you to kind of, you know, yeah, come on. Go we ahead. Can use all of our weapons and spells, right? There's no... Yeah, everything goes. So are those on the map? It's actually really cool. We'll have to post it. There's looks like there's two statues, like in this wrestling pose. Are those in the middle there? Yeah, it's like... They look like they're dressed like monks and they're kind of grappling. So I want to be statues. clear just ahead of time. It looks like you could walk under those two grappling statues. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or hide. There's mm-hmm. a space. Yep. For it's really <laughs> besides the uh braziers in the room, there are four of those as well. Uh that are lit and flaming away. Uh that that's really the only uh, only other obstacle in the space. Uh but you do see two other monks uh standing in the other entrances. So what what are the okay, what are the terms of this fight and who are we fighting again? It's been a little bit. Um, it's a long hallway. You're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> very, very long hallway. You're fighting the anointed, which is the highest level of uh, monkhood with this uh, particular uh, sect that you can get. And uh, they're supposed to be the toughest ones. You guys seemed like that was cool with you. So, well, Like how many of these people? Uh, just one. Just one against us four. Mm-hmm. And there's no cheering crowd. Um, I was really hoping for a spectacle. No, just just the three monks. Now that Nareem is taking up his spot there. Okay. So I, I guess I'm not understanding. How do we not accidentally kill this guy? How do you what? Not kill him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for using you our weapon. You want to do non-lethal damage, basically. Yeah, there are really no no rules. They they gave you no rules just to fight. Um, 
And uh, so you don't know if it's to the death or what? <laughs> we don't know if it's to the death. Or yeah, not. you really don't. Can okay. we ask that? Yeah, question? we specifically yeah. ask that. You can enter and you know walk in and. So, uh, Narim, I I walk in. Okay, you're walking in. So, um, is this a fight to the death? Uh, <laughs> he shrugs and he's I can't remember his voice now, <laughs> but he he uh, he says no. No. Uh, uh, there are there are no rules. We just expect you to put up a a fight. Will, will you hold my goat? Uh, yes. He oh, will okay. Happily hold your goat. I have another question. Could you uh, get me back to full health? Yeah, like you're <laughs> <get up> there. <laughs> because I have full health. Where was uh, that from? That was from the last last night. The things we fought. Yeah. The last time. Yeah. Um. What was the what? what forty nine. Forty nine. So you were down a few. Everyone else looks fine. Um, I should ask for AC updates. Mine's still 17, if that's what you have. Uh, yep. I'll show you're still at 20. Yep. Thora yeah, at 12. 15. Yeah, no, she got those she rings got and protection. You're much better off now. Yeah. And Aileron. 16. Where did you even go? There you are. Hey, no. Sorry, I'm, I'm moving around. I'm, I'm hiding in the. Yeah, he he. Like, that's why I asked. I'm hiding under the statue. Oh, okay. I'm getting ready because I can come out the how, other how side How tall too. are these statues? Uh, I would say they are about um, 15, 20 feet. Are they climbable? Oh. Uh, you could try. Could uh, hey, big guy, you think you could uh, give me a boost? I don't want to really get on your shoulders because you're just all oily and so trying to slide around. <laughs> your back. I mean, are they going to just let us all prepare? <laughs> well, I mean, we're having a discussion. Like, who are we fighting? Like, is it the mayor's dude or this Brea person? Or, um, you know, he Nareem just kind of gestures for you. You you may ask them uh, questions if you'd like. They are here to witness. Uh, this is just bizarre. And who are we fighting, Nareem? One of the anointed. And who is this anointed? Are they in this room? When are they going to get here? Are they here now and we just don't see them? It's probably in the room. Yes, they they are here. They are here, but you said there's one that we were yes. fighting. So who are we fighting, Nareem? Do us the honor of telling us the name of the combatant. Um, He, he shrugs. He's like, I I don't know. What the... Uh, his or her name. Do you think the statue is possibly something that we don't want to be hiding in? I'm going to step out from the statue now. <laughs> Okay. And at that moment, the statue starts to move. And yeah. it's time to roll initiative. Seriously? <laughs> I just wanted you to walk past and then like turn around as the statue like uh, came alive. But you guys... We're fighting a statue. How can a statue be the a golem, maybe? the best monk? Stone golem yeah. or something? It does make it makes no sense. This is weird. Okay. Um, it's, it's also weird. I think the gods are very silly today. <laughs> it's a real thing. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a book somewhere. Uh, so this uh, one of these statues comes what alive. What the heck? And uh, you 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 could roll if you wanted to. Uh, Alron, I think would make the most sense. 
what since you're looking? a holy man. What am I looking for? Religion? Uh, religion, history. I got a 17 with religion. Um, so you think you've heard of this, uh, of places, you know, it's not something ILO does, uh, but but you've heard of, uh, the most fervent followers, the zealots kind of sacrificing themselves to become something called an Eidolon and they can inhabit statues and are given tasks to do. So that's, that's what you're going. So that's, that's the anointed. And and so this thing is, is actually on the map huge. Yeah. It's, it's big. Oh my. And it's about to, and it looks like the statue from the first edition player's handbook. Yeah, it does. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, that's on the cover. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. I was like, "Oh, I know that from somewhere." And then I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be so good." Oh, and we're all standing right next to it. That's well, fantastic. better next to it than underneath it. <laughs> That's very true. Okay, whatever we get for initiative, Bjorn. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Call show. Thirteen. Uh oh. I'm all sorry. Right. It's, uh, Twenty-nine. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Nineteen. Nineteen. I forgot to add. I I gave it plus eight, not a plus five. So it's a uh, twenty-five. Okay. Sorry. And Alaron. 23. 23. And let's uh, set the order here. And since you guys were kind of surprised by this whole statue thing, he's going to go first. And he's going to target... I, I would call that dishonorable. I mean, that's a dishonorable way to start a combat. <laughs> this he's, whole thing is... He's supposed to step back and uh, give us the little hand yeah, gesture. Yeah, you're supposed to greet and bow and you know so does a 26 hit you call show nope <laughs> <laughs> right over my head okay so this is gonna hurt because you're so and greasy he's just punching or kicking or uh he gets two slam attacks oh my gosh oh, nice and i'm not even raged yet oh my gosh this is not gonna be good He's having it's not time. to the death, apparently, so no worries there. I guess. <laughs> 48 damage. What? And he's going to attack you again. That was from one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is going to go quick. Yeah, I guess so. Right. We just want to meet somebody, <laughs> mate. We want to see your family. <laughs> apparently, this is what happens when you ask to see family. Uh, around here oh this is this is so good for me i just have this permanent smile on my face i've had it all week it's the only thing that got me through this week is this fight we good, knew this was right jerry we, yeah we knew. <laughs> when you were upstairs we were discussing so 42 damage that time and you dropped yeah so i mean that's all that's, that's so more that's hit points than i have yeah. you have how many hit points 60 so you're more than half no so 10 more than you'd be dead dead Okay, you, so the, more than half of that's his two what your hit points are below. <laughs> so he uh, just goes whack whack, and I go f- flying yep. into the wall and slump unconscious. Yep, you're out. So it's up to the three of you, Bjorn. You're up next. <laughs> oh, Should have brought some snacks. All right, I'm going to uh, undo one of take out one of my arrows of slaying. Oh, oh, nice. yeah, I still have a couple of those. 
Um, so that's another, uh, let's see. Arrow slaying is a magic weapon meant to slay a particular kind of creature. There are arrows of dragon slaying. I don't, you didn't, arrow slaying. Uh, it's a 60-10. Okay. Okay. He seems okay. So my first attack. <laughs> Crossbow. Oh. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. Uh, nope. Uh, load up another one. Second hit. That's better. Uh, 25 to hit. Yes, that okay. will hit. So I had two of those arrows, so that was the last one. Okay. I'm just going to roll. I'll do the bonus action of the Hunter's Mark, too. So okay. We knew that was coming. <laughs> I feel this. 12 plus. So 18 points of damage of just regular damage, piercing. All right. And then I'm going to have to. Six. Adding that up. Need a calculator? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Two really? in a row there. Uh, so I got 26 points of magic damage on them as well. And then I have one more attack. And that's a 17 to hit? Uh, nope. Yep. Oh. <sighs> All right. Aileron, you're up. <laughs> He's <laughs> looking, looking at the crushed body of Cole Show. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast Mirror Image on myself. Nice. Okay. So that gives me disadvantage if I try to try to crush you. Mm -hmm. Um, like actually, let's see. Something like that. You have to, well, I have to roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead targets one of my duplicates. Oh, cool. So it looks like I have three duplicates. Nice. So either if he hits you and then there's a random, I mean, it's just like, yep. you know, he just doesn't know if he hits you, you, yep. and that one goes down. Exactly. Okay. Sounds good. So you cast mirror image. Mm -hmm. Thora. So uh, Thora officially hates these monks <laughs> <laughs> like really really hates them um and so thora will try to witch bolt this this abomination all right witch bolt it that is a 25 and what kind of damage is Witch Bolt? Uh, Witch Bolt is... Le uh, is it lightning? Lightning, yeah. Okay, yep. No, and crackling blue energy. Oh, so force? For Oh, no, forming a sustained arc of lightning. Yep. So there you yeah. Okay. And yes, that is a hit. Okay. And so it is 2d12 every turn. Okay. Roll away. Uh, I sorry, I'm not prepared. <laughs> Where's the twelve? Oh, there's the twelve. You've uh, spared the dying, right, Aileron? Mm-hmm. I do. <sighs> oh. They said it's not to the death, so that's on them. 
That is. <laughs> you guys are on your own. <laughs> so that is just 10 uh, damage. 10 damage? That's it. I rolled really crappy. Otherwise, oh, we wow. sue them for negligence. And That's then, right. <laughs> and then I am going to move. Um, Got a lawsuit, buddy. That's right. I'm going to move away. All right. Which way? Um, I, I guess south on the map. You would be provoking. Yeah. I would want, be provoking. That's why, that's that's why I didn't Leaving move. his space. Uh, yeah. So we're stuck here against it. I don't like this. All you right. Can, Unless you withdraw as a full round. Yeah. Well, then I lose my. Yep. So, okay. All right. Uh, call shows down and back Weird. to. Are you going to have death saving rolls or no? Uh, no. Okay. Not going there we to. go. And going for Elrond. Okay. Silly, silly. So that's a, a hit. You tell me. It is not a hit. It destroys one of my mirror okay. images. So he's going to go after you again. I got two. And that is uh, another hit, 24. And that destroys another duplicate. Okay. Well, you survived that round. Ooh. Bjorn. All right. Here we go. Let's see what I can do. Get a roll better than I did before. Oh, no. no. Okay, first one misses. That was a two. Second one is definitely a hit. Uh, 30. Okay, yeah, definitely a hit. And that's 12 points of damage. Piercing. Okay. And then I'll use my bonus action to attack. And that is another 17. All right, we're using the white ones for now. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're switching dice. Aleron, you're up. Okay. I am going to withdraw. Good job. Okay, down the hallway. Mm-hmm. And does it look like it can fit in this hallway very well? Yeah. I don't think so. It's true. Uh, Thora. So I am just concentrating, and I will. Oh, that's a better roll. Uh, that is twenty damage. Twenty damage, not too bad. So throughout all of this uh, battling and, you know, your bolts of slaying uh, Bjorn and your witch bolting Thora, uh, you see, you know, like the statue, you can see cracks forming in the statue. It's, you know, chips of it flying off uh, when things strike it. And it, it looks like it's uh, you're doing doing some damage. So hmm. and uh, call show you are still down. Not going to make you roll. And the statue is going to, let's see, go after <laughs> Thora. <laughs> Either of us was going to die here. <laughs> the last one standing. Um, we could do one 21. That hits. Well, at least you'll be reunited with your sister. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. uh, that is only a 38. I am still alive, and Yay. and I can, I, and I do a hellish rebuke as, a, yes. as, right. oh, as nice. an instantaneous. <laughs> so that is three d ten. Okay. Roll all tens. I I will try. Oh, Ooh, nine. That's a nine. Oh. Fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see the flames, you know, roll up around the legs of this thing and, and they're kind of blackened and, um, 
Looks like you did some damage. Nice. Uh, and he's going to attack you again. That was its first hit. Yeah, that's a 25. And I am going to be down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So rude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this was such a rigged battle. It totally is a rigged battle. Uh -huh. You guys uh, got this. You you know, if you didn't go up to the statue, you you actually would have had a chance. Those arrows, uh, bolts of slain, that did some serious damage. Um, Bjorn, you're up. All right, just for kicks, I'm going to run through his space to the back of him, so I'm still within his, you know. Yep, just to make it look cool. So the uh, first attack is going to be a 21. Uh, that hits. That does uh, 17 points of damage. All right. Second attack, it's Ooh. a 26. Yes. That does oh. uh, 10 points of damage. And then my bonus action I'm going to use as another attack. And it's a natty 20. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this was a good dice. to. to you made the right choice. Yeah. Um, uh, 14, uh, 20 points of damage. Holy cow. Yep. So chipping away at it. Uh, that was a good round. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at this point, me and Elrond and... Elrond, your turn. I'm going to blast it with a guiding bolt. There you go. Maximize to third level. So let's hope this hits. Come on, coffee. Ugh. <laughs> nope. No? Very, weak, very weak coffee. Yeah, very weak coffee. <laughs> Need a darker uh, roast. Okay. Um, so it is uh, statue's turn. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Mm. It's going to turn and attack you, Bjorn. Come on, Natty one. And that is a, God, what is that? Uh, 26? That does hit. Okay. It does hit. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. It's got a lot of dice to roll. And that is a 52. Yeah. Down goes Bjorn. <sighs> Thunk. So you're down. And. Sorry, Thora. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, is what, round three? No. You're all by, Elrond is with a smart one who just actually backed out of it, used the turn to just move. And go away. I guess go Ilo away. got, uh, has something, right? Huh? <laughs> uh, Elrond, your turn. Okay, I'm going to blast it with a level two guiding bolt now that go. I don't have Come on, third. here we go. Okay, 11 plus, what is that again? You tell me. That's what I'm trying to remember. Just Seven, so 18 to hit. Uh, no. Oh. Okay, he's going to get up as close as he can, mm. and you're not quite far enough away, so he's going to get his attacks in. Uh, well, it moved, so it gets an attack, doesn't it? Uh, yes, I'm just, I messed up the turn order there for a you second. You still have another? Yep, okay. I still do. And that is a 16. That would be hit me. Oh, yeah. sweet. Poor squishy Alloran. <laughs> and it actually hits me. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Coffee, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> uh, that's 40 damage. Okay. And what am I? Yeah, so that's negative 14, negative, negative 12. Okay. 
He runs up and just kicks you in just the face. smashes me. I'd just like to point out that if they want help, they just lost it. <laughs> they didn't make friends today, <laughs> no, is what you're definitely saying. definitely not. <laughs> this um, was just a jerk combat. Yeah, it was a jerk combat. And... Uh, well, I'm glad you're smiling again. It's good to I see know. you smiling, Jerry. I'm totally rejuvenated <laughs> now. Uh, so this is great. And uh, you guys are, you know, unconscious, dying, whatever's happening to you. Um, but uh, you all wake up in this room and you are no longer dead. And the monks... In the same room? In the same room. Not even like a nice hospital room with some nurses. On the, <laughs> nope. on the gold floor. Uh, so, Nareem standing over you, these other two monks, Maris and Brea, who you did not get to meet personally, are uh, ministering to you, and uh, you come back to life. And um, Nareem has a big smile on his face, and he's he's like, oh, that, was, that was quite amazing. That... Uh, I haven't seen that happen before. What, the cheap shots? <laughs> uh, the challenge, the trial, is we've never done it. Uh, not in my lifetime. Turn back into a statue? Yeah, turn back to a statue. But you, you fought bravely. You, We thought one of you was running, but, but you didn't. You're just getting a better vantage point for your spells. That is understandable. You said no, no rules. Right. So running wasn't off the table, was it? Nope. <laughs> was not off the table, but you wouldn't get into the, the thing then. It was just basically no, a... No, you said no rules. <laughs> no so rules if, for if, the trial, so you could use if anything. you given me a bigger map, Jerry, <laughs> I could have gone down the hall farther. Well, yeah. we're going to dust ourselves. I'm going to dust myself off and go, all right, guys, where to next? Well, I, I still want to see my aunt. Apparently you can't Despite now. Despite the fact that these people are jerks. Should we just kind of, should we, I don't want to beg at this point. Unless you win a beg. That's... Oh, did we have to win? No, you oh. you fought bravely. That's uh, all he wanted. Okay. Like no one's expected That's to beat uh, one of the anointed, but but you didn't run. So Tora is literally not going to talk to these people anymore. So you should tell okay. future combatants that don't run is one of the rules. If that's a rule, well, that would kind of no, it wouldn't. I could run down it. the hall and blast it, or shoot yeah. my crossbow until I ran out of bolts. Yeah, you totally could. So, is this the? Are you guys monks, like part of the Temple of Deception? Because you wouldn't point out our champion, your champion. They're monks of all the gods. Oh, so God's deception is one of them. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So they're not above anything. Is apparently what I'm getting. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm -mm. Yeah. Because I feel like if we would have had a position, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I just I so I, I feel wanted like this. if we were told I who so we were fighting, we would so have been able to know this. and possibly defeat them because we work you as a team. one of the anointed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to suggest we kind of stay by the door. But yeah, he really wanted us to yeah. get in there, didn't he? Really lured us yeah. in. Uh -huh. I did. Uh, Dirty tricks. <laughs> so... Uh, Nareem seems very pleased. Uh, he got to see this this whole spectacle, this ritual that takes place. Um, and, uh, you know, they all seem very excited that uh, you fought bravely, were completely, you know, destroyed by this uh, sacred statue. 
Um, but that's to be expected. And um, so Nareem is, he says, I, I think we need to take you to the abyss now. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, already. Dora right. is thinking about how eventually she will come back and she will destroy this damn statue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could get mold Al- earth Alaron might as join a cantrip. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, Nareem says, you know, to follow him, you know, and uh, he takes you down the hallway that he came in and you guys are led through a series of... Uh, Give me back my gold. <laughs> Here's your gold. <laughs> Uh, you just really made up Thor upset. I oh don't God. think your day is going to go like you thought it would. I made everybody so mad. It was yeah, like Alaron is scowling. He's usually smirking, <laughs> but now he's scowling. And I, I've just discovered something about myself, like how much energy I get from other people's anger at me. It's like, <laughs> it's like a superpower that I just That's found good, out. Good power to have, wow. actually. <laughs> Kind of that dark. may make you a super villain, but yeah, you know. it could be. Yeah, I had to roll a death save for my ego. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, so he takes you down a series of halls and chambers, and and uh, one hallway uh, gets widens out, and you know there's probably room for you know it's probably about 15, 20 feet wide, and uh, you can hear the sound echoing down this chamber, and you can't figure it out, and as you get closer you realize that it's the sound of hundreds and hundreds of voices like shouting uh, in unison. And he leads you into this massive chamber inside of the edge of this mountain. And you see maybe a thousand monks all standing in rows, uh, going through exercises you know, shouting in this massive chamber. There's a small platform on one side where you see uh, an older monk uh, kind of, uh, you know, showing them the exercise that they're going to do, you know, the kata or whatever you want to call it. And then they all perform it together at the same time and, you know, with a shout. And uh, it's quite, quite impressive. Um, And, you know, the dome of this this chamber is you know 50 feet overhead and it just echoes the shouts of these monks echoes overhead you know all around and kind of uh you know it's a it's a cool thing to behold and as you he skirts along the outside edge and as you go around to the back of the chamber you see this broad stairway and at the top of the stairway there's a little central platform where a group of monks is sitting and he leads you up this stairway and you get to the top and he goes up to the monk in the middle who is um an older uh woman and he leans down and whispers something to her and she looks up at you and kind of you know, looks alarmed for a second. Um, you can see that her, you know, she has short gray hair and it's kind of combed straight back and the sides of her head are shaved. I mean, she looks, she looks tough, um, very sturdy. Um, and, uh, she beckons, you know, uh, to Nareem and he leans back in and they 
talk again and then he comes back to you and says the abbess would like to talk to you now okay so we walk over there okay so nareem takes you over and he uh he says allow me to introduce the abbess natalia blessed defender of the infinite path and keeper of the holy mountain what's her name again natalia that's, yep so yeah yeah Gold will just stare at her trying yeah. to see if he can like remember anything about her face remember or... anything so yeah your uh aunt uh Cole show is is the abbess of this monastery and she is looking at you in particular obviously like she recognizes you so yeah what are you gonna do hello um, <laughs> auntie <laughs> auntie uh she she looks at you know her head kind of tilts to the side and she's like victor that was my name a long time ago what do they call you now i am for now i am Kol show Kol show that is an orcish name it is interesting uh, that is how i was raised uh, all this time with the orcs all this time except for the last couple of years oh that is amazing and sad at the same time <laughs> uh, there are some other choice words that i would give for it but uh, yes i wanted so badly to look for you i i tried i i really did i i hope you know that well i i guess i don't know that i <laughs> i didn't know anybody survived that night uh, no one did, but we never found your body. Well, clearly someone did. It was him. Yes, I was the only one that I was taken that night, uh, as far as I recall. Uh, so you you can keep talking to her, and she she will give you the whole lowdown um, on your background and everything she uh she worked for the uh you know lord Skel uh skelbin uh of stormbreak uh just like your father did and um after uh so when skelbin decided he was going to build this secret fortified town um he approached your father and your father eagerly jumped at the opportunity to go there and sort of lead the town, you know, lead the con construction of this uh, fortified, you know, village. And um, so he moved your family there. Um, somehow they found out about the town. The orcs did. They attacked. And your aunt became the new mistress at arms for uh, Lord Skelbin. And she really wanted to go after you she wanted you know him to call in his knights and his soldiers and go into drummondor and track you know the orcs down and get revenge she didn't know if you were alive or not but she definitely wanted to go and you know take it out on the uh 
Iron Eye Orcs. And so when it became clear that she wasn't going to be allowed to do that, uh, Skelbin kind of had cold feet about, you know, provoking the orcs or Drummondor anymore, even though he was upset as well. Uh, he, he, she just realized that he wasn't going to do that. And so she left his service and became a monk, uh, here. And now she is the abbess and running the show. So, um, I see why she rose to the top of a monastery devoted to not really helping people. That's great. <laughs> oh, so, so much uh, bitterness. I have to uh, say this. I mean, I, this is not what I expected at all. Um, so in case you didn't know, you know, up here at the top of the mountain, there's this little war going on. We, we are aware of the troubles. And it looks like you have an army. Yes. We have worked for many years. We have seen the signs with the increased orc activity uh, in the mountains, uh, giants, everything has been way more troublesome in this past decade or so. We started recruiting aggressively throughout the kingdom and elsewhere. How many anointed do you have? Uh, there are a dozen anointed. Wow, that's a big force. So I don't know. I don't know. Do we even need the dwarves? So can you like go settle <laughs> this? And uh, we, we like, we need to go take out the take out the enemy. You know, she she explains to you that you know they're they're trying to stay steer clear of politics. That's been their their role uh, since they were founded. Um, but they do plan on you know, clearing out the mountains. Uh, plan on it, huh? Yes. You uh, have multiple races here, right? Yes. So, understand? So, yes, that kind of makes, uh, this is not a political decision. This is a, uh, that's just kind of a mortal one. Yeah, it's a life and death kind of thing. Like, if you think you're just gonna, you just, so you knew about it, but, and you were planning to recruit, but you, what's your, you're gonna clear this out, but you were going to wait until, Wait until pilgrims are dying until the while you train. Uh, she's like, I know, I I heard. Uh, we need to do something. We need to act now. They're not quite ready, but soon. She's playing this with the same vigor to finding you, Colshaw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you wait too long, it'll be it'll be too late. So what the the. Uh, the monastery sits atop, you know, this area is kind of like another pass into um, the kingdom of Ashmore that someone could use, you know, orcs and other things to, you know, easily come into the kingdom. So the monastery actually guards that. And so while they probably won't get involved in like an actual battle, you know, uh, Delthea versus Scornsby, uh, they will be protecting this part of the mountain range to keep orcs and other things from coming down into the kingdom. So that's where they feel like they're, you know, that's why they're increasing their numbers, training. Uh, that's why the patrols have been a little scant lately because it's sort of all hands on deck to get these monks trained and uh, make them able, you know, to defend themselves and fight all of the threats that are you know, stirring in the mountains. 
It seems like you might have enough, though, to fight on two fronts. Um, it's one thing to hold a, with a narrow pass. You could do that with a few hundred good soldiers. You know, she's happily willing to show you a, a map of the of the area. You know, there are many paths to the monastery, um, and this is but one of them. So they patrol all the way from Umberstone, where the dwarves are, um, down to far below, and everything in between. And so this is... She feels this is just enough to do that well. So we can, someone can bring us to Umberstone? Uh, we Show can, us where do we can meet the dwarves? Yes. That is, that is currently patrolled. And she tells you that there is a, uh, a marker, a stone obelisk, that marks the edge of the dwarven territory. And you can see Umberstone from this marker, and that's the extent of their patrols. So uh, you understand this is a time-sensitive situation then? Yes. Okay. That's good because we wasted a good portion of our morning dying to try <laughs> to, to talk to you. You might want to change some rules around because we've got better things to do than, you know, get killed. Um, Just a small point. I mean, yeah. You're, you're with respect to your position here, uh, uh, we just felt like we were trying to the dire situation we we're trying to have a discussion with you so we can you know move forward and it just seems like it was we proved that we were could get killed yeah she's i apologize yeah. but these rules have been in place for many many years they're there to protect us and and others i don't know how much of the history of this place that you know but um King Sulhad, he he stormed up these very stairs, and then she kind of points back. And remember from your dream the other night, you saw that golden pathway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's what you see kind of behind them, uh, further down this uh, this platform. She's like, he walked up these very steps. Um, no one dared confront confront him or try to stop him, and he slaughtered his own family like the the protections we have and the rules we have are there to prevent such a thing from happening again yeah. so this, oh, oh you go, go also are you are you, did you get what you need can we mm-hmm. go now i no i have not got what i needed and i'm not sure that i will exactly <laughs> do you know what this king sohad had anything to do with our family she uh she looks at you or her eyes kind of like ah yes um Yes, I do. Uh, it was told to me and, and your father when we were young, and no one has obviously had the chance to relay it to you. And I, I see you are carrying your father's sword. I am. I'm going to tell you something now, and um, you, know, you may want to um, sit down for this. I've spent enough of my morning on my back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said... You are actually carrying King Salhad's sword. What? Your uh, great great grandfather. Uh, I have his name here. <laughs> he uh, he was um, uh, he was the captain of Salhad's flagship. 
And over the years of uh, fighting against Drummondor, they became close friends. And when Solhad learned of uh, the treachery of his uh, ex-wife, who was uh, a monk, now a monk, um, uh, he stormed up the mountain. Um, no one dared oppose him. Uh, his armies were at his back. He came into the monastery, tracked them down, and killed them. Beheaded her right on the platform back there. And his own son killed him too. Oh my. That's That explains a few things, sort of. <laughs> I've, I've been plagued by bizarre dreams. Yes, I, I know your father mentioned a few things. Certain places seem to trigger them. I, I have many questions. I would love to know more about my father and my mother beyond what I can barely remember. She's like, I would love to spend some time with you. Um, and then she gestures towards uh, one of the monks sitting next to her and says something to him and you know, if you wanted to listen, she was like, bring me Brother Erland. And, uh, she, you know, this monk goes walking down the steps. And uh, she's like, I don't know if we have time now to catch up, but uh, I would love to spend time with you. You look so much like your father. It, it pains me to see your face. I see his face in the reflection of mine. Like he was a great man, probably the best swordsman that I had ever seen. Good. <laughs> I, I aim to be the same. Uh, <laughs> uh, she she uh, is happy to tell you more about uh, about them, and you know what they were like. She says that your mother came from a a poor family, but very renowned, uh, very honorable. Uh, her name was, uh, originally, uh, Valdon, uh, her last name. And she, um, again, married, uh, probably beneath her station, uh, since your family, they weren't nobles, they were just, you know, attached to the storm breaks and, uh, had served them for generations. Uh, do you know of any relatives on her side that may still live? She does not know of any. Do you know where she came from? What cities? Um, oops. They they all came from uh, around Stormbreak. Hmm. They're all vassals. All of the the Veldons, the Velmornings, the they all came from. They're all vassals of Stormbreak but she's not sure where. Mm. But they met in the city of Stormbreak. It seems I will have to go there. Yeah. I'm sure Lord Skelbin would be happy to see you as well, if he still lives. Yes, I think I would like to meet this man. Um, so what else? What else do you need to know? 
I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot to break down. Yeah. Um, so basically, this brother Erlen comes running, uh, or this other monk comes running back up, and you see the monk that was leading the other uh, monks in their exercises. He comes up, she looks at him, and she says, you are to take 20 of the best monks we have and bolster the uh, the trip you know to uh, down to far below she wants that to be reinforced and that group to be larger uh, and to be more cautious and tells him that he is to lead that from now on and he's like what about the training what's you know and she's like I will personally finish off their training myself and then she turns to a monk on the other side of her and she's like, Brother Hirschram, I expect you to run the day-to-day, you know, activities of the monastery and the town. And uh, I will be finishing off the training of these monks. We need to get them out there and doing what they do best, which is annoy people, apparently. Should we tell her what we, why we came to here and, and we came here to see her, but our journey to Umberstone? I mean, that's where we're headed, right? To talk to the dwarves? That is, yes. We are going to attempt to parlay with the dwarves to get them to join in the battle. <sighs> yes, they have been difficult to deal with. They uh, are very closed off to us. In the past, I know they they would, uh, you know, meet us at the marker, uh, at the obelisk that, you know, is at the edge of their territory. And we'd exchange news and gifts and, you know, we had a great relationship, but that has not happened for many years. Even Maybe our... they figured out they're kind of jerks. <laughs> Speaking of closed off and uh, uh-huh. unwelcoming. They made them undergo a test every time they met with them, so <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Well, here's a sacred statue you're going to have to beat if you want to talk to us. Um, We're not going to tell you what's so, going to happen, but then you're going to be demolished and, you know. <laughs> Natalia, if you cannot tell by now, we've been sent to do quite a bit for this land. Is there any kind of supplies you may have for us to help us? I noticed that your monks healed us from our death. Yes. Uh, we could po- possibly spare a couple of potions if that would help you on your on your journey. Anything would help. Well done, Bjorn. I do have another question. How did my grandfather get Sulhad's sword? Um, so, long story short, Sulhad, who was always known to be kind of uh, mad, slightly crazy, uh, hears about um, that his wife, ex-wife, kept a son um uh like secretly like she was pregnant and did not let him know because he was so insane and she worried about herself and her son so she was pregnant they got a divorce and she went to join the monks at skyburn hall that was part of their split right and somehow Drummondor found, found out about this. He was staying, the the child was staying in Northwall, and that's kind of why they focused on Northwall um, uh, and attacked Northwall, um, King Eldzik. 
so Salhad gets mad. He wants to confront his ex-wife. He marches, you know, sails to Old Home, marches all the way up to Skyburn Hall with a small force, gets to the top, loses his mind when he sees her, kills her. His son comes running out sort of like in your dream, you know, shouting at him to stop. And, you know, he kills his own son too, his eldest son. Uh, he starts to walk away and realizes what he's done. He's like, by the time he gets to the bottom of the mountain, he's completely dim diminished as a, as a, you know, man. He's, um, realizes the weight of what he's done and his madness kind of overwhelm him. He makes it back to the ship. Everyone's looking at him strangely. The rumors of what he's done, you know, are following along close behind him. The men on the ship are very superstitious they are upset that he's on board they don't want to set sail the captain your great great grandfather um sort of you know encourages them to just see this through they get out to sea um your great great grandfather goes into solhad's cabin finds that he had hanged himself and he's very sad that's why his followers all wear nooses if you didn't put that together um, oh. so he hanged himself in his cabin. Your great, great grandfather knows that, you know, the men are going to want to just dump him over sea, you know, over, overboard into the sea, get rid of everything that he's, you know, that was his, you know, to kind of get rid of all the bad luck, the bad, you know, mojo. And he secretly grabs Silhad's sword and hides it in his own cabin because he, really did love Solhad. Oof. Long story. Holy drama, Mama. Yeah. So wow. It's kind of a gross sword when you think about it. <laughs> right. That's why she offered... Uh, sadness involved in this. Yeah. For killed, you to... killed his own son with that sword. As mm. Ashmore turns. <laughs> <laughs> it is but the tool. Uh, she's, she's like, if, if you plan to keep your father's sword i i should give you this as well and she reaches into her uh kind of tunic and pulls out this uh large black stone that's uh kind of got a little gold uh claw on top of it and she you know separates the two and then she hands you the stone what is this she says uh it's the Dark Star. It goes with the sword. What? Was oh. it like a, a plus nine to attack? It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> it's a plus nine against ogres. What? <laughs> um. So sh you see, if you look, if you ever looked at your little drawings of your characters, uh, you notice that your your sword's pommel has a little claw uh, that's empty. And I requested that from our artist you on purpose. Oh, yeah. Jerry. Take a look here. <laughs> Hold on. we got to bring up pictures of my character now. Uh, I'll bring one up right now. I've got it here. Um, so she hands you the stone and she, she said, oh. uh, your, your father must have protected it with his dying breath because he separated it from the sword. Okay. You get the, you get the yeah. point for that. Give yourself an inspiration <laughs> wow. point. Seriously. Uh, so you have the dark star now. And it does. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to, uh, I don't know, see 
maybe plop it into that spot and see what happens. I mean, is He-Man? this something that will like just cat? snap in, or do I have to get somebody to like? Uh, yeah, you uh, can you can try. It's it's a big magnet. It wants to be there. <laughs> yeah, it wants to be there. It does. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm just gonna pull the sword out and see if I can fit it in. Okay, so you uh, pull the sword out. And it, it is, it feels, it's obviously not magnetized, but you can tell as you get them closer that it just wants to like go in there. Does it look like some obsidian, force. right? Yeah. Okay. And it's just like this black stone and occasionally it kind of glitters and, you know, like there's some inner light or something going on, but it disappears uh, before you can like really tell what's going on. So, you know, this is, this is important and you pull it and it just kind of leaps from your fingers and goes into the and the to the pommel of your sword and the whole room like goes dark for a second and all of the darkness in the room like everyone stops you hear the shouts of the monks who are still down doing their exercises stop and people are looking around in confusion it's darkness all around and that darkness slowly gets kind of sucked into the pommel of your sword and goes down and your sword blade turns black. Ooh. Cool. Just like in your dream. I got chills. Yeah. <laughs> so you scared the rest of us shitless. I'm sorry. <laughs> Howard. I'll, I'll hold it up uh I guess like hold the sword up and, and then swirl it around a bit. Okay. So you hold it up and swirl it around a little bit and everyone's you know kind of backing away from you. <laughs> right. Is that a technical martial term? It yes. is. Just point it to this guy and say, I have the power. <laughs> I have the power of the dark star. Uh, wait, wait, where's my horse? <laughs> it's a battle horse uh, now. <laughs> yeah, it's a battle horse now. Uh so yeah, you you have the dark star inserted into your sword and it will unlock some cool new things. The first thing that it does is uh, you can now change the the shape of your weapon. You have to sleep on it, but it will reform to fit whatever you request what? the night before. Like it can turn to like a great sword or a battle axe or a. It has to what? be something simple. It can't be like a crossbow or. But it can be like a melee, like or yeah, melee a, weapon. some kind of bladed weapon. Wow, that's awesome. It is pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. And, and so it and shoots lightning and, <laughs> and it, carries, shoots lightning. it carries the properties of that weapon, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it will. So if you wanted to switch at some point, you certainly could, you know, if you wanted to, you know, grab a shield or something. Um, now you can. He uses a shield yeah, now. Oh, yeah. But if you wanted to go two-handed, you, you could go, two go like a great axe or something like that, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Just have to wait and see, I guess. Could you? Is it? Is magical? Yeah. Does someone have to detect magic? Yes. Yeah, we have two people who can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is yours a spell or an invocation? Uh, mine is an invocation. So you can just do it automatically right yeah. away. I'm oh, sorry. Um, well, it still takes me 10 minutes to oh, do okay. identify. It's a, oh. it's a uh, ritual. Oh, sure, sure. No, There's an invocation. Let's that do that when maybe we're like less people are watching. Okay. <laughs> In the corner. <laughs> suddenly a little self-conscious of the fact there's a lot of people here. Yeah, everyone's staring at All you right, now. I will sheath the sword. Okay. 
Well, I am grateful I, that you have carried this so many years and have returned it to where it belongs. It's the only thing I had of your father and mother and, and you, so it was important to me. Keep it well, and I, I don't know what, what just happened, but I hope you can use it uh, and use oh. it wisely. Could you say she totally redeemed herself? I don't know about that yet, oh, but yeah. I shall return and we will converse further. Uh, she said, please do, please come back. I would like to spend some time with you when all of this is over. I have a kingdom to save now. <laughs> and just for future reference, is he going to have to battle a statue again? Uh, no, the, the trials is one time. You have proven yourselves worthy. So you can come back and hang out uh, with all your friends, Nareem. Uh-huh. <laughs> so are we going to stay here the night and then head to Umberstone or? You know, it's still probably fairly early in the day. I guess you guys could head out or you could stay. Uh, they're happy to provide you with accommodations. Let's head out. I think we should. Um, because I just suddenly can't remember. It was a really long hallway. Did we hand over Jobrin's body already? Yes, yes. yes yeah. that we okay, that. good. That's not still like, you know, stinking up our bag of holding. <laughs> no. no. Uh, yeah. uh, we should probably tell them that there's like a whole bunch of like dead people down the way we on the trail. We told them that yeah. too. Yeah, okay. you did. So you said something about some healing or some potions. They don't have to be necessarily healing, but. Yes. Uh, you see. Uh, like one for each of us. <laughs> Brother Nareem is behind you and and he has a gift bag for each of you. So. Gift bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> A little symbol of the temple on it. Yeah, yeah. It's got some cologne and oh, or some new oil coupons. You yeah. just love the oil, huh? The body oil. <laughs> <laughs> the lilac. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Well, uh, that's probably where we're going to stop it today. Before you guys head out for Umberstone. Okay. Yeah. So another big uh, kind of reveal episode. Just, just a little bit. I, yeah. you, I'm impressed that you had the. Uh, it's really great. So everybody should go look at the photo again of Cold yeah, Show Sword. Yeah, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a slow burn right there, Jerry. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, I can't wait for this. That's actually why I was truly excited for well, this week. Oh, no, not, not just for not killing you. Yeah. Now it kind of more, you know I'm not I'm not as angry as the situation because it was you know worth it. You made it worth it. Yeah. I thought it. You know. I thought it. Uh, you know, would be kind of a eye-opening thing. And honestly, you you were close. You were crazy yeah. close for a, I think a level twelve or something. Wow. Uh, difficulty twelve. I don't know. Well, if we had not been all like literally standing next to it, I yeah, think we could yeah, have, we, maybe. I would have had a chance. I mean, in that, I would have, you know, had the other statue come alive. <laughs> but <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh, there oh. was no way out uh, other than you know. Almost dying, yeah, because yeah. uh, I'm just a jerk like that. So mm. <laughs> you didn't kill us, so I didn't kill you. Uh, and the room I actually thought would, you know, preserve you. That's part of the, you know, the fanciness of oh, the room. Okay, was you couldn't actually die there. Yeah. It's all magic, mm. and I just make it up. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for uh, the big reveal glad you wow. got the dark star back uh, cool things are afoot for the four of you I think I can't wait to do this in battle now yeah, yeah right? no kidding uh, so we'll see you guys next week next week uh, bye bye let's go back down the hall 
Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.